0: Hi, everyone. This is Joey fight and I'm the founder of ThePhysicalEducator.com. You're listening to The Phys Ed Show, a podcast for physical education teachers who care deeply about creating effective, meaningful experiences that ultimately empower their students to get the most out of life. I'm really fired up for today's episode because today I get to geek out on all the things that have me feeling super excited for this school year. But before we get into that, I'd like to talk to you about something else that I'm feeling very excited about these days, which is Phys Ed U. VisitU is the physicaleducator.com's professional growth community and it is growing. It has been an amazing getting to see tons of teachers joining the community recently and just bringing so much energy to the conversations that we're having there. If you haven't had a chance to check out the platform yet, think of VisitU as any other social media platform. You log in. You have a feed of the most recent posts you get to send and receive direct messages with other community members, and you can even set up your notifications to be notified of when a new content, uh, events, posts, comments, or threads get published. The big difference is that FIZEDU is all Fizzed all of the time. The community is organized into spaces with each space having its own topic or area of focus. There's the show and tell space where teachers give us a glimpse into their gymnasiums. Little help where you can ask vulnerable questions and get the support that you need to grow. The wellness center where we support each other from a teacher well-being perspective so that we can approach our teaching in the most sustainable way possible. And the library spaces where you can find summaries of and links to interesting articles, videos, and podcasts that can help deepen your pedagogical knowledge. And obviously there's resource spaces where you can find games, assessment tools, and all of the premium visuals that are found on thephysicaleducator.com. I launched Visit with U the intention of creating a space in which physical educators can engage in open and honest professional conversations, ask vulnerable questions, and share experiences from their teaching without having to worry about whether or not others were going to judge them for it. It's a place where you can grow and surround yourself with the kind of passionate educators we're going to help you keep that fire in your belly roaring all year long. I'm so proud of the way that the teachers on PhysEdU have come together to build community, and I'm really excited to see how that community continues to grow and evolve in the months to come. If you want to learn more, check out the slash membership Again, that's the slash membership I hope to see you on campus. All right, let's get into the fun stuff because I'm dying to talk about this. So I feel like I've been like shouting out off of rooftops for the last couple of months now. But just in case you haven't heard, I'm going back to school. After an almost three-year hiatus from teaching, I'm super pumped to be joining the faculty at Kings County Academy, a.k.a. KCA. KCA is the public K-8 to school or P to eight. I'm still not used to calling kindergarten primary here in Nova Scotia. Anyways, it's our public school here in Kenville, which is where my family and I moved to when we packed up our lives in Montreal about two years ago now and headed to the East coast. I'm going to be joining KCA as a part-time physical education teacher. So it's a 50% contract, which is what I wanted because uh, then I get to continue the work that I do on the physical and other things that we'll talk about in a little bit. I'm going to be teaching grades P to four, Pretty sure it's P to 4. It's here, P to 4 or P to 3. I haven't received my schedule yet. Um, anyways, I'm super excited to be teaching the littles. And one of those kiddos is actually going to be my own, which I'm very pumped about. Also slightly nervous to see how that goes. But <laughs> I'll keep you updated. Anyways, I'm feeling a lot of feelings about going back to teaching. And in the last episode of the Phys Ed Show, I talked about some of the things that have got me feeling a little scared or nervous. Today, I just want to focus on everything that has me feeling fired up to be back in the gym. And there are a lot of things that are having me feel that way. You know, in the past three-ish years, I've been doing the work, and I'm talking about the internal work of piecing myself back together again after what was essentially a, a complete, Mental, physical, and emotional meltdown that was brought on for me burning out after years of not taking care of myself, failing to set boundaries, and trying to maintain my teaching standards through a pandemic. There's been a lot of healing in these past three years, but there's also been a ton of learning. Once I kind of started to stitch my mind back together after I quit teaching in 2020, I had the opportunity to really dive into like every rabbit hole that I've been wanting to chase, but never really had the headspace to do so. A lot of that was driven by the instructional coaching I was doing and the content creation work I was focused on over at Phys Ed U. But it also came from me being in a position where I kind of got to build my life back up from scratch. See, we, we didn't have any family or friends when we moved here to Kentville. My wife and I found a town that kept giving us these like good vibes the more we looked into it. And we decided that this is where we want to raise our boys. I wanted my kids to grow up in the happiest healthiest environment possible and the best way I know to ensure that happens is to get up and get involved. Since we moved here I've done community coaching, I've joined the school's PTA, I volunteered at KCA as a parent to help run outdoor activities and skateboarding lessons for the middle school students We'll talk a little bit about this later on, but I even got involved with our local parks and recreation department to create and run some activities at the town level. So hindsight is twenty twenty, and looking back, uh, I see how all these dots connect and how they've put me in a position where I feel ready to bring as much energy and enthusiasm to my new school, a school that I now know and already feel proud of. And to do it all in a way that won't put me in the same kind of situation I found myself in three years ago. All this to say that the first thing that comes to mind when I think about what I'm most excited for this school year is getting to teach where I live. More than I have ever experienced in my life, I feel deeply connected to the place where I live. The home that we're growing here together, the network of friends and neighbors that we're building... Even everything from like the, the local businesses to the parks, the trails, the marsh right by us. Everything about Kenfield makes me feel this deep connection to place. And that's something I'm really looking forward to bringing to my teaching this year. The kids I'll be teaching are Kenfield kids. They come from Kenfield families and a lot of them will end up living a really good portion of their lives here in our town. I want them to be able to look at our parks and trails, our facilities, and all of the leftover spaces, not just as, you know, features in our town, but as their own personal playgrounds. I want to help them infuse those spaces with memories that are filled with joy and laughter and excitement. I want to help them squeeze every ounce of adventure that Kentville holds. And listen, our little town and like the area that surrounds it, the Annapolis Valley here, it punches way above its weight. And I want my students to know that, not only know that, but I want them to feel it and experience it, and to be excited to tell others about it too. I'm in the process right now of planning my curriculum, and one of my goals is to include several outdoor education units throughout the year. And not just outdoor education, but place-based education, where the focus isn't solely like on the environment and nature, but also on the culture and traditions that are baked into where we live and that were here long before Kentville was even Kentville. Now, speaking of curriculum, I'm really excited to get to build a program from the ground up again. And I need to say like, listen, I am a hardcore curriculum dork. And I get that that's not necessarily like a super common trait within our profession. But this is a really exciting time for PE curriculum in Canada. So last spring at the 2023 PHE Canada National Conference on PEI, PHE Canada launched the first ever Canadian physical and health education competencies. And that's a big deal. We've never had anything like this in Canada before. And to have it now as I'm about to kick off a new chapter in my teaching career, it feels pretty freaking cool. I'm not going to lie. So the competencies document was designed... Not really for teachers, but for curriculum developers at the provincial or territorial level, seeing that, you know, education here in Canada is the responsibility of the provinces and the territories. Now, that said, Nova Scotia's outcomes for PE are like a straight up mess. Listen, I have grappled with them. I've unpacked them. I've even rewritten them in several different ways and they still feel like a mess. So what I've decided to do is I'm not gonna use them. And okay, wait, before I get in trouble, that's not like fully true. Uh, What I did is I decided to sit down and I typed out all of Nova Scotia's outcomes and indicators, which are like standards and grade level outcomes in a way, but not really. Anyways. I typed it all out and then I typed out all of the big ideas and learning outcomes that shaped the peachy Canada competencies for physical education. From there, I went grade by grade and basically created a, a bit of a crosswalk between the two documents. What I wanted was to make sure that, you know, if I'm going to roll with the peachy Canada competencies, I need to make sure that there was enough overlap between the two documents that I could confidently show that I was including enough content from the Nova Scotia outcomes to say, yes, I'm teaching this. Here's exactly where it lives in my program. And there were a few places where Nova Scotia's outcomes highlighted areas that I I couldn't necessarily make a clear connection to outcomes on the PHE Canada side, but that I still felt were relevant and important. So I carried those over. Anyways, once... All of that work was done. I then went through the outcomes that I ended up with and converted them all into student friendly. I can statements. I even went a step further than that and unpacked each of those. I can statements into smaller ones that focused on skills, knowledge, and understandings. And the reason I did that was to lay a foundation for all of the, um, learning roadmaps that I'll need to create for my units this year. So, yeah, I'm a dork. And I love this kind of stuff. And what I really love is the kind of learning that my students will get to engage in thanks to these new Canadian physical education competencies. And obviously, in those competencies, there's a lot of fundamental physical literacy stuff in terms of locomotor balance and manipulative skills. And then things like movement and health slash fitness concepts but there's also a lot of cultural aspects to the outcomes and I can statements that I ended up with as well as a strong focus on things like knowledge of self, social and emotional capacities, and personal relevance. And again, this idea of connection to place that keeps coming back up. So even though I'm like super early in the planning process, I can already tell that my P program is going to be so much more meaningful and truly holistic. That's really how it feels. And I've already done a ton of work, so I've got the receipts to back those claims up, you know. (laughs) I almost said, don't at me, but anyways, we're not going to talk about Twitter. That will be for a uh, future episode titled Funeral for a Friend. I'm just uh, waiting to get the song rights from Sir Elton. All right. So I'm pumped about teaching where I live. I'm pumped about building a brand new curriculum. The next thing I want to share is that I'm really looking forward to diving into the meaningful PE approach. So again, last spring at the PHE Canada National Conference, I got to attend a workshop that was led by Doug Letty, Stephanie Benny, and Tim Fletcher, who you may know from the LAMP Research Project. By the way, that's LAMP as in L-A-M-P-E a.k.a. the Learning About Meaningful PE Research Project. So in their workshop, the team provided an overview of the Meaningful PE approach and shared some really concrete practices that teachers can use to bring the approach to life in their teaching and, even more importantly, in their students' learning. Some of the key messages that stuck with me, not that they necessarily stuck with me the most, just that they they presented like the most powerful opportunities for growth in my teaching. Anyways, my main takeaways included helping students engage with the features of meaningful PE and adopting democratic pedagogies in your teaching. Now I've known about the features of meaningful PE for a while and have even presented on them before. What I didn't know is that some of the current research that the LAMP team is doing is showing that there are more features that are coming out of the literature. So on top of the original features that I knew, so uh, motor competence, challenge, social interaction, personal relevance, fun, and delight, new features such as joy, adventure, self-expression, kindness, competition, and quality of teaching are also being linked to meaningfulness in PE. As for democratic approaches to teaching, I'm not going to get into that today um, as I'm still kind of wrapping my head around it. But I do want to give a huge shout out to Ty Riddick who wrote an awesome blog post on approaches to democratic practices. I'll I'll make sure I include a link to that um, in the show notes. I also want to take this time to give a shout out to all of the other teachers who are reflecting in public on their learning journeys in meaningful PE. People like... Andy Vasily, Joe Bailey, I'm Sporticus, Mel Hamada, and Leticia Carino, I'm just really grateful for the time and energy that all of these teachers are putting into sharing, and I can't wait to just keep learning and growing with all of you this year. And that kind of bridges us over to the last thing I want to share today, and that has to do with this Interesting, super exciting, kind of weird position I'm in as we go into this school year. So one of my biggest ah ahas since I moved to Kenville has to do with my exploration in the world of Parks and Recreation. I don't know how I never clued into it before, but Parks and Rec is like this parallel universe to PE. And... Parallel is not even the right word for it because there's, there's too much overlap between the, uh, the two worlds. It's more like this like alternate universe. Anyways, I've always viewed my purpose as a physical educator as helping students go out and live a life that is, you know, full of adventure. And what I've come to realize is that Parks and Rec is who is responsible for creating the settings in which those adventures can take place. I remember when I first met with the director of Parks and Rec here in Kentville. Her name is Rachel Bedingfield, and she's amazing. Anyways, Rachel mentioned the idea of recreation literacy, this idea that individuals feel empowered to navigate recreational systems and participate in recreational programming or opportunities throughout their lifetimes. And that conversation really made me think of a great paper by Justin O'Connor and Don Penny in which they they looked at the knowledge, skills, and understandings required for Informal Participation in Sport and Physical Activity. I'll link it in the show notes, but I always enjoy that paper because it made me... It kind of unpacked this idea of, like, lived physical literacy and what it looks like. So there's these two worlds that I'm interested in. Physical education and parks and rec. And I'm going into this school year with a foot in each one. And that's because not only have I been hired to teach physical education at KCA. I've also been hired by Kenville's Parks and Recreation Department to serve as Kentville's active transportation facilitator. Now, that role is grant-funded, and obviously there's clear targets that I have to hit. And, you know, my goal uh, in my town role is to promote the use of active transportation within Kentville. But the approach I'm trying to take to achieve that is to help people either reconnect with or deepen their love for moving which sounds at least in my mind like a very natural progression of what it is I'm trying to do in PE so I'm just really excited to be in this situation where I'm able to gain a deeper understanding of recreation in Kenfield and use that understanding to then design a PE curriculum that works hand in hand with opportunities that my students will have access to in town and The reverse of that is true too. I'm also fired up to be able to you know, leverage my Parks and Rec job to create opportunities that will help my students bring what they're learning in PE, bring it to life through community programming. I guess I'm just very appreciative of like this unique position I'm finding myself in. And I'm really grateful to be able to explore it and just have a blast with it throughout the school year. So yeah, that's it. In a nutshell, those are the things I'm looking forward to this school year. Uh, I cannot wait to get into the gym at KCA and show you all around. I've got an awesome teaching partner who I'm looking forward to teaching alongside this year. John, here's your weekly shout out. There's not a chance that you listen to these things until the end, but if there is, here it is for you. Um, Most importantly, I'm just really looking forward to meeting my new students and figuring out where I best fit in within KCA school community and how I can bring value from there. So that's it for this week. A bit of a shorter episode, but I'm really excited. I don't want to get back to work. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice. And if you can go ahead and leave a review that will help others want to listen to it as well. I love reading those reviews and I know that they go a long way in helping other listeners make the decision to add the phys ed show into their weekly podcast rotation. Finally, if you're on the platform already, let me know on threads, what takeaways you got out of today's episode, any questions or things that you want me to elaborate on. And yes, I did say threads like the Instagram thing. Again, I'm still not ready to talk about Twitter. Anyways, you can find me on threads over at the physical account, which is at phys That's at P H Y S underscore E D U C A T O R. Remember that it's not too late to join PhysedU, the online professional growth community that I lead for physical educators. To learn more and decide whether or not PhysedU is for you, visit thephysicaleducator.com slash membership. Once again, I just want to say thank you for the time, energy, and attention that you've committed to this week's episode. I know that everyone has a lot on their plates these days, especially as we all get ready for our school years. So trust me when I say that making some space to listen in means the world to me. This has been a blast. Thanks again for tuning in. My name is Joey Fight from thephysicaleducator.com. Thanks so much for listening. Keep taking great care of yourself and happy teaching.